Thank you for listening, guys. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, even just a little, please rate, review, and subscribe. That really helps us. You can learn more about us at www.beerfitclub.com. We're on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at BeerFitClub. We want you as part of our community. So go to www.beerfitclub.com forward slash join to become a member of Beer Fit Club. Inside that first email, you'll get a promo code to save 20% off your very first class with us if you're in our area. And you'll get an invitation to join our hashtags BeerFits Facebook group. Have a great day and remember to stay fit and drink local. Cheers. Okay, welcome guys to another edition of Beer Fit Life. I have with me our good friend Lindsay Monaco from Nutrition for the Rest of Us. And um, we're talking about our strategies uh, for self care during this fucking quarantine. So we're going to go into our worst moments, um, how we turn things around, and some of the strategies we have that have been keeping us relatively sane. So welcome, Lindsay. Hi. (laughs) We're here. We have our shit together enough to be in one spot at one time. Well, not in one spot, but in two (laughs) different spots at one time. Social distancing. Social distancing is the way of the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, like I, I've had some pretty shitty moments during uh, this quarantine. Um, how about you? Like, what, what do you think were your like worst moments during the quarantine so well, far? Well, the biggest, probably the worst thing financially that's happened i have not been furloughed yet but we signed on to a massive home renovation right before this happened so my entire my kitchen is in a warehouse somewhere because i can't have it delivered (laughs) so i'm dealing with my broken refrigerator a broken dishwasher yeah it's fun and a toddler yes I was so excited. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to finally get a kitchen kitchen that's functional because when it was just two people, it wasn't, it really was tolerable. But then now that I have a little tiny human that is underfoot constantly, you're like, this kitchen does not function at all. I know first world problems, but he also broke my refrigerator door. So it doesn't like stay closed. Oh no. That for a month. And I will probably be dealing with that for another couple of months. Cause Yeah. It's great. That's 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 what you're doing now. All these people, because those bills don't go away because it's quarantine. There's the money guy still knocking at the door. Where's my money? So they want you to pay for it still. Yeah, I still have to pay. I have to pay the uh, for the lumber. I still have to pay for all the materials. Thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. like I have the money tree in the backyard. Like it, it it hasn't grown yet, but. Uh, I feel you. So I think it's like financial stress. Um, what was the worst reaction that you had to? Oh man, the worst reaction. It was the best, their best intent. But on my birthday, 
because yeah, I was one of those people with quarantines on my birthday. My mother did a drive-by birthday and decorated the car and like honked the horn and was going nuts and had my sister on like Google Duo and was like video calling so I could see it. And I'm like, that this is so cool, but this sucks because like I want to be able to hug people and I can't hug my mother. My mother's like literally in the opposite side of my fence. And I'm like, I can't hug you. So like it was really cool, but then I got really sad. <laughs> I was like, that wasn't what she meant to do, but it really was like, damn, this sucks. You know? I know. Emotionally, I know. that was really bad. And it was like, that's, you know, it's weird. It's like a really weird feeling when you can't hug your own mother. Like it just it's it's it doesn't make any sense it's like world. like when this thing first hit the quarantine first hit um social distancing you know it became part of everybody's lexicon everybody's vocabulary and all of a sudden now you're thinking about it constantly because you know this is the new rule this is the new norm we have to socially distance mm -hmm. so i remember watching netflix watching normal shows and being like why are you so close to each other? <laughs> get away, get away. <laughs> get away from each other. You're too close. This isn't right. Um, and then you also like simultaneously get a little depressed because you're like, I'm, I miss that. <laughs> yeah, you really like, I mean, perhaps the people that are like super creative with stuff and like trying to still communicate with their family and stuff but it's just like man like times like that you're like I wish I could just hug you because it's like there are people not to be like a really big downer but there are people that might not ever get to hug a relative again and so that's like kind of like damn like that's our world now it's a like, really fucked up situation and people yeah, that can't and, have funerals and wait yeah they can't they can't bury their loved ones they can't like it, there's a lot that happens that you don't realize you have to be in close contact for like i went to the grocery store yesterday and now new york state law you have to wear a mask over your face so like you have to like smile with your eyes and i was like deliberately trying to you know express gratitude to like the store employees and asking nicely if i could pass behind one of them like i had to like get close to them or is it okay if I pass you and she's like oh thank you for asking I said well I said it's it's only you know I said I appreciate what you do I just want to let you know I'm behind you and like make sure it's okay or if we want to move but it's just weird it's like I really know, am like, glad that you did that B and I'm sorry to like you know stop you there but my husband works at Trader Joe's and there are just so many people that get in his space and they don't even say anything so it's like all these people know that you're supposed to socially distance but you have to communicate this you know yeah you can still talk behind your mask you know and i know it's weird and it's like awkward but you know yeah and the, yeah they work there but like they're not like the store wall they're people like you're supposed to also maintain proper distance from employees because like let's face it if that employee wasn't there those shelves wouldn't be stocked so like right now all those people that you kind of like just did your thing with at the store you don't like you don't realize how important they were and like i have we have our favorite lady at the store it's so weird like my son has his favorite employee there and i have we haven't seen her and i haven't seen her in a long time and i'm like damn i hope she's okay like the day i can go back to the store and see her i think i'm gonna cry from happiness <laughs> like oh you're okay you know like you take all this stuff for granted yeah you can't do something 
I had a couple, uh, you know, pretty bad moments. Like, uh, I think one of my worst moments was like, I think it was last week when they were talking about the unemployment numbers and how they were running out of money for small businesses. And I, at that moment, aside from a pandemic, it made me panic that we're heading, we could be heading into a depression. Oh yeah, that's a very, very real possibility. And so that really, really, really got me down for a little while. Plus, you know, I was, I, you know, I've been furloughed from the two main freelance gigs I have. And lately I've been, um, you know, being more strategic and updating my portfolio and trying to get, you know, new clients. And luckily I've, you know, landed a couple of new small projects. So that's good. And now just maintaining relationships with these people. So like, um, I, the way I was able to kind of pick myself out of that hole was that I learned a long time ago, no company, the government, nobody, it's nobody's responsibility to take care of me. It's my responsibility to take care of me and um, not to, you know, to some people it may sound negative. It's not negative when you realize that you are powerful and you are capable of change and you are capable of bringing a better situation to yourself. You know, that's actually uplifting, you know? So, you know, that, that was basically how I was able to get myself out of that situation. I was just like, you know what, I've been in some shit situations in my life and, um, and I've gotten out of them. So yeah, even though I'm in like a, you know, you know, like a precariously, precarious financial position right now, um, I'm making the most of it and I am taking action to improve my situation every day. Um, And I think those are the most important things that you could do because there is no shame in um, losing your income because of the situation. There is no shame in feeling, you know, sorry for yourself for a little while. But there is, to me, for myself, I feel shame if I do not take any action to improve my situation. So that was one of my worst moments. You know, I think I was like really depressed. Aside from the mindset shift, I had to get myself into motion. Um, And I kind of have this little saying, depression can't hit a moving target. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, if I am moving, if I am taking a walk, if I am outside, I will feel better. You know, the endorphins will start moving, going through my body. The blood will flow into my brain, <laughs> you know? And, um, and, and that's one of the ways, you know, that I was able to get myself out of that. And then, you know, then I have other moments. It feels like it's always on a Wednesday. I have my, uh, ther- my therapist appointment on Wednesday. So maybe you're just like in a more like vulnerable state and things yeah. can fucking get to you. Yeah. So like, yes, not yesterday, day before yesterday was Wednesday. And I was telling 
I was talking to my brother about financial things and I was telling him how much money that I was making before this went down. And he's a nurse, so he makes a pretty good salary, you know? And when I told him how much I made, he was like, oh, that's it? And I got so, like, insecure, you know? <laughs> so I got really, really, I got really insecure. Really, really, really insecure because money things are a thing for me. So, uh, I had a moment, but I, uh, but that's the day I had a 12% beer and cake and got drunk and said, fuck my problems. And then woke up to fight another day. Hey, <laughs> like this, this process, what we're going through right now, it's funny because talking to people, you see that they're going through like various stages of grief in a way, sometimes most of them in a single day, depending on like today, like the weather is not great. So you're just like, ugh, you know, you're already like, like this kind of, you're already like, ugh, you know, Yeah, you're not really, you know, you're more apt to. And then, then on on top of that, you know, we're, we're stuck at home and you literally can't go anywhere. And then on top of that, a lot of people have a really fucked up financial situation right now. Um, and, and like, you know, people can't get through to unemployment. People can't get through to their banks to talk about mortgage things. People can't get through to make arrangements to any of these companies because these are unprecedented times, you know? Yeah. I know. So those are some of our worst moments. And, and I do feel for you not seeing your mother but not be able able to hug her i never realized how much i liked hugging my mother (laughs) until i saw her you take all this stuff for granted because you just it's not something you put a lot of thought into and it's like damn like there's a lot of stuff that i do on a routine basis that like i had to stop doing and you're like what the hell just happened like this isn't okay i know so, you know, I already kind of talked about how I was able to pull myself out of these things a little bit, but I want to pivot and talk about, you know, we're going to go through these shitty times. Like, we're going to go stir crazy. We're going to have difficult times. Um, you know, at the beginning, it seemed like, ah, oh, you know, whatever, it'll be a month, but now who knows how long we're going to have to buckle in. So. Yeah. So I think, like, I want to talk to you about, like, you know, and both of us will share our best, like, self-care strategies during this time. And Lindsay, you have a unique, not a unique perspective, but you have a different perspective from mine in that you're a mother as well. So why don't you speak to how you just take care of yourself, but then how do you take care of yourself as a mother? Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, It's like, it's funny because somebody asked me uh, how I was doing, and I was like, well, I learned... I think, yeah, you posted it, the question about what we learned. And I was like, I learned the true definition of working mother. Because um, there's a whole other side to that, that most people are now, well, parents in general are dealing with, like, you have to work and take care of your child in the same space. <laughs> At is, the same time. Yeah, which is You used to have daycare, but not anymore. Yeah, like, I'm day, like, and then there's people that have school-age children that are teachers, parents. And employees at the same time so we're being pulled in a bunch of different directions and 
it's something I'm still working on. I'm not going to lie because it changes every day because like our children are individual people with their own personalities, their own desires for that day. So if they wake up in a bad mood, I'm like, all right. It's going to affect your day. You know, and thankfully like my bosses are like super flexible. My immediate boss has two children himself at home. So he totally is like, do what you got to do when you got to do it. I was like, listen, I was like certain times a day, I just will not be responsive because I can't be. So like you might see emails for me at like five in the morning, <laughs> 10 at night on the weekends. But I was like, I'm still trying to get stuff done. I just have to do it at off hours. And I think for the most part, that's kind of like the norm now with a lot of people is that they, everybody has to understand that, hey, you know, we're all trying to wear three hats at once like this isn't like you know work mode mom mode you know when the kid goes to bed you go back to like me mode you know what I mean it's all together at once so for me it's just like one of those things where if I see that my son is having a rough time it's like okay I have to pivot and kind of like make sure he's adapting and adjusting because my son is struggling a little bit like he's only three but like he, he is struggling his routine completely changed so and you know he so he needs some coddling and some attention sometimes and to explain you know I have to explain to him what's really going on in the world is a chore in itself um but it's all about being able to adapt and then for me like yeah me time it did, <laughs> didn't really exist before like, you know, but now it's like, even though there's even less time for it, I have to force it somehow, because if I don't, then mentally I'm shot. So like, what do you do, like, when you do have a moment to yourself, say, you know, say like 30 minutes to yourself, or whenever your son goes to sleep, if you're not working, what, what are the things that you gravitate towards that will kind of center you and relax you and make you feel human for me like I read I will literally pick you know I have books like now I'm like downloading books constantly I will sit I sat the other day for two hours and just read and I was like get me out of this take me somewhere else and that was good because I, I literally could disconnect and just get lost in a book for a while um believe it or not I've said it to you before but your classes is definitely just fine and like this is awesome because I get a lot of sh shit <laughs> off the radar after you sweat and you work out and you're like okay good and then you can move on to the rest I'm losing you Lindsay Hey, sorry about that. I think that was mine. That's okay. It just um, it just died all of a sudden. But uh, let's let's go back to um, after you were talking about uh, reading. Then you started talking about the Beer Fit Club classes. Yep. So, uh, just start from there. Yeah, internet connectivity. Okay, so aside from like the reading and getting lost in a book for a little bit and just, you know, totally separating myself from my current environment, um, beer fit club classes, like no joke. 
they anchor my week. It's like I used to have like there were you know everybody knows I think what I'm talking about. Or say anchor your week. Like there are things you can bank on that definitely happen no matter what for you once a week. Um, now that everything has shifted and I don't leave my house, <laughs> that is the one thing that anchors my week. It's like okay every Sunday I know I got this class. So and like, you know what day it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what day it is. I'm gonna age myself here. Is like my little pill organizer thing. That's the only. Uh, that's the other way I know what day it is. It's really. You're really not old. You just, you know, you're just blessed with, uh, with having to take pills. <laughs> Fistfuls. But yeah, you know, that's uh, that's kind of what like you have to really find something that you know will happen for you. Sometimes like that honestly helps me. I don't know. That probably will help a lot of people. I think um, it helped. I think what makes our classes unique uh, aside from the, you know, having a beverage, um, which, you know, we all need a beverage right now. Aside from that, um, the fact that like our, we don't take it, we don't take ourselves super seriously we have a good laugh and like if there are two fucking things we need right now it is a drink and laughter mm -hmm. so yeah i mean anybody that is listening uh you know uh, at the end of the podcast well, there will be a promo for all the upcoming classes but we have a class every sunday at 11:45 check-in time um a.m and so you could start your week really with a fucking laugh and a beer with some fucking like-minded people and and seeing you there seeing like and having your friend from a different state because that is the beauty of doing virtual classes now is like literally all your friends if they if you have a friend that lives in colorado and you you think that they would like to try this class they can do it now you know it's awesome you know, so it's it's a nice, that is nice about it. The only drawback is fucking Zoom and internet connectivity issues, you know. <laughs> but, but thank God for the internet. And not, not even God, just thank the universe, whatever you believe in. Thank you. I am great, grateful for the internet because if we didn't have this, we wouldn't be able to connect with other people except maybe on the phone. But like being able to see somebody, it makes it a lot better. Yeah, it's not that. I mean, people say that oh, the internet was the death of it, like changed the world, and it definitely did. I mean, in a lot of cases, it was like information overload, and people were like oh, there's people that are addicted to the internet, and like all this information coming at you too fast. But now it's like without it, what the hell would we do? Exactly, and and if and if this world, you know is gonna change going forward, you know, because of this pandemic. I mean, who knows how that's gonna, you know, affect big, large gatherings in the future, yeah, you know? I think we're gonna be, we're gonna be under this, I think, for a while. Um, you know, I mean, maybe not as strict as now, but my suspicion, my theory based on what I've seen and heard and read is it's gonna come in waves. So they're probably gonna like, lessen the restriction and see what happens and then if it comes back again you gotta go you know tuck in you know get your yeah it's just about it. avoiding that second wave right yeah i mean but it, it, i think no matter what something is going to rebound because we're all separate and you can't catch up you haven't caught everybody yet so when you bring people back together you're, you are likely to see another increase 
but the point is is now it's like okay our health system is not going to go to hell in a handbasket because we can reduce the amount of cases we get at a time yeah i think that's really i guess i guess that's really what the whole point is to make sure that we're not overloading the hospitals and the medical workers yeah because there are people now that you know even that don't have coronavirus that just have general medical emergencies like you have to account for those people too like the poor guy with the first appendix like he still needs treatment <laughs> you know yeah, i you know i'm gonna tell you like my dad is like a freaking er expert he's at the er all the time because he's falling or he has some sort of issue so um you know he had to actually go to the er yesterday uh i don't want to share why because it's kind of gross but, um, <laughs> but like, um, you know, my mom had to ask first, like, like, can we even bring them in? Like what the situation is, you know, because they don't know if they're taking normal patients anymore or if it's just coronavirus, but luckily it's Stony Brook, they were able to take them in. But um, regardless, you know, it is going to be going on for a while. So I think, you know, my, my, my self-care strategies are, are a few is one i have a history of depression and anxiety uh a serious history of depression i'm not medicated i was medicated in the past uh, but uh i i have like better tools to manage my uh my thoughts now so one of the things that i do is if i notice myself start to spiral uh, because uh, you know you have like a stimulus that causes you to become to go down and to start thinking about all the other things in your life that are not right so like there will be one thing and that'll set you off into the uh, the downward spiral I call it um, because you start thinking uh, okay I don't have a job and the world is fucked and then and it it just goes down. Uh, what if what if, what if I become pregnant and I don't have a job and then what or then what like why can't and this motherfucker across the street he can afford everything and I can't and like you start going into all these like negative 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 and so it goes down 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 down. So once you start noticing that happening, once I start noticing that happening. I uh, go, uh, there are a few things I'll do. One, I'll talk to my husband because the, what I want to do is isolate myself. And by isolating yourself, you're actually making your depression worse. Um, and even though it's counterproductive to what you want to do, that's why it's what you have to do because yeah. what you want to do is just keep going down the hole and just be in a warm little cave, you know, um, by yourself. But that's does not help you. It's going to make things worse, and it's going to be harder for you to to get yourself out of that situation. So once you start noticing the negative thoughts escalating in quick succession, uh, talk to somebody that you care for and tell them your problems, and just go over it with them. Because by doing that, by reaching out for help or just reaching out, um, you're not hiding, you're not isolating, 
And so you can, you can get support if needed. And even if they're not giving support, it's a sounding board. And then you start realizing how stupid you sound. Um, then another strategy on top of that is getting your body moving. Um, just go, go for a walk around your neighborhood. If you have a loved one to go with, if you don't, call somebody on the phone and talk to somebody. Listen to a funny podcast. Listen to songs that lift you up and just get out of your house and move around. That is not illegal. <laughs> so right. take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah, it, don't, just do it. Just do what you have to do. And um, I will tell you, I, I did that last week and I stopped myself from spiraling. Like right. these strategies, they really, for me, work. Now, if, you know, could be different for every person, but think about like, the things that bring you as much joy as possible. For me, you know, like I just like to be outside. Uh, I like to spend time with people I love and I like to connect with people and, um, and I like to move, you know? If I'm moving, I can't get super, you know, I don't know, I feel like I, I always feel better when I'm moving because, it, you know, you know all the fucking benefits, you're a fucking, medical person, fucking sciencey <laughs> person. But like but um depression is something that's really a problem right now for a lot of people. Oh yeah. So um you know and I can only speak from my point of view. So if anybody that's listening has any tips, you know, um that helps you dig yourself out of a hole, feel free to email us info at beerfitclub.com. Uh, because we want to be here to support you guys during this crisis. I mean, but yeah, I'm sorry. I rambled on for a really no, fucking okay. long time. All good. Um, no, I mean, you know, mental health is, is extremely important. I think, you know, as like we were talking about earlier, you know, what you, what you put in your body also can support your mental health. So, I mean, for some people, that just feel overwhelmed, they'll turn to stuff they don't necessarily really shouldn't, whether it's overindulging or drinking a little too much or, you know, harming, doing things that aren't necessarily great. That's also part of that. So if like for me, I have a tendency, like, like I just did, I just ate a pint of ice cream because I was like, bad day today. Um, <laughs> but it's all for me. I'm like, okay, you did it. It's okay. You had your moment. Now, you know, pull yourself out of that shit, you know? So sometimes it involves really like a lot of self-talk and a lot of self-motivating. And if you, if you don't have that self-motivation, there are ways to get it. Um, I know there are a lot of comp insurance companies now that are offering all of this telemedicine for free which is amazing. So if it, like, if you feel like you need to talk to a professional, you can, there are resources out there. Don't think, you know, cause like, yeah, we're quarantined. We, the, the feelings of loneliness are really likely to come up just because of. And there's like mental, like New York state has a free mental health hotline. Yeah, it's, it's, they're really trying to support everybody in this. Um, and it's, it's nothing to be shameful of. There is nothing to be shameful of in calling somebody up or calling a professional up and saying, look, I, I, I'm overwhelmed right now because they expect this. 
this is what this is what happens when you have to isolate and change everybody's routine, everybody's dynamic, everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, I wish, I wish there was a way to take shame off the table when it comes to mental health. Uh, but it's, it's taken, you know, some programming and things are getting better over time. You know, yeah. now people are like, I go to a therapist, fuck off, you know, like. <laughs> Why is therapy a bad thing? Like, I think it got a bad rap because everybody thought that if you saw a therapist, you were crazy. But reality is, all a therapist is, is a neutral third party. A lot of people might not have that. A lot, most people, not a lot, most people don't have that neutral third party that is just there to listen and not give an opinion. And, and, and not just that, but they're there to help you uh, shape the way that you think and um, come up with coping strategies um, instead of like harmful coping strategies, like positive coping strategies. And like, you know, you were talking about food. Um, here's, here's one thing that I do that makes things a little better is uh, like for breakfast, I had, oh my God, I had a piece of toast with, with peanut butter and honey. That was fine, right? But then I went for my walk, I came back and my mom made lamb for Easter and I went to the house and she, you know, we all had masks on, we were six feet away, she gave me some lamb. I ate it with my breakfast this morning and um, gravy with the lamb, oh God. And <laughs> so, yeah, and then I made myself a coffee and I had a cookie, so. I was like, okay, you know what, listen, I've had like a lot of bad stuff. And my coffee was that whipped coffee that has like lots of fucking sugar in it. And probably I'm talking too much because I drank a lot of coffee. Um, <laughs> but my, so I was like, okay, you're like heading down a road here where you've eaten not one just like vegetable or fruit or healthy thing, right? Here's what I'm gonna do, Sophia. I'm gonna have a big ass honey crisp apple right now because go. I need to add some balance to this shit fest. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, like you said, you're gonna make your mistakes. Try to balance them out with some healthy stuff in between. Yeah, because I mean, like we're in an unprecedented situation too, where like not everything we normally go for in the stores around like i was explaining to you like there's like some of the stuff just isn't isn't in stock so you kind of have to make do with what you have and um you know and for me like when you said you had your mom's lamb i'm like mom you know like there's certain things that if you want to give yourself to like make you feel good like your mom's lamb or like i don't know like like you know it's, it's like a thing like it was easter and like, I always have, like, there are things that I always do every Easter, which is like, because I'm Greek, usually Easter is not on the same day that it is for everybody else. So one of my guilty pleasures is 50% off Easter candy. It's the greatest thing about celebrating Greek fucking Woo! Easter. <laughs> yeah, girls, 50% off Easter candy. <laughs> Those Cadbury mini eggs ain't gonna eat themselves. <laughs> You know, yeah, I mean, indulgences are all, like we're human, and we have we've learned to have this like really strong connection to certain foods, and I think that's beautiful personally because like the smell of something can take you back to a memory, the taste of something like 
you eat something, let's say your mom made, and like, did you feel it? Like you felt that like mom's hug? Yeah, in a way, mom was yeah. hugging my hugging my mouth. <laughs> So there's like, for me, like if somebody were to tell me that that's what they, you know, came to me and said, oh, I did that. And I'm like, listen, you fed your soul. That like, that doesn't count like soul food. I'm like, that's, that, that doesn't count for him. That like, that, that's free. Like, and, and just like you said, in one of the last podcasts is like, we have to shift our expectations for ourselves. Yeah. And, um, and what we expect, you know, like, uh, you know, like, you know, the like, just expectations in general, you know, like, everybody's home right now. So aside from just like, it's not even sometimes about depression. It's like, hey, I have time at home, I can make bread. You know, I can make a cake. I never have time to do these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, you know, you can all those things that you're like, yeah, I should do, but you keep putting off, you keep putting what, off. What did like, I, what did I make last night? I'm going to tell you, pudding pie. Damn. Chocolate pudding pie. Delicious. <laughs> and I have, and I have chocolate in the house and I have all sorts of stuff, but I guess to me, I kind of like have a certain balance that I know that I can achieve, like where it's like, okay, I don't want to just eat every everything that I eat in one day if it is something that is not serving my body. I'm like, okay, like I'm allowed to have those things, you know, like the soul foods and mm -hmm. stuff like that, like you said, to feed your soul. But I try and balance it out with nourishing foods in between. Yeah. Because let's um, be real, like if you just eat junk, you're gonna feel like shit. <laughs> um one hundred percent. I did it for a couple of days. I had to take acid reducer pills because my stomach was just constantly hurting me. Yeah, like you just don't feel good after that. And then you're just like, well, what's, I mean, like mentally, yeah, I got that endorphin, that sugar rush, that yay. But now I'm like, oh, I feel like. I and the thought of eating something like that gives you a stomach ache because like you're just, your stomach just is in. Yeah. I don't know. Like for me, that's just the way that my stomach is. Once you get past a certain age. You, you, you know, like you eat too many sweets and you oh, just feel like feel You can't do it. Like for me, I feel like that happens too with maturity and understanding what food does for you. And I think a lot of people would benefit from like this time to actually, because we're so go, go, go. We don't really notice what our food does for us. So like now you have all this time, you can like finally figure out what food does for you and how it helps yeah. And how you feel afterward because like hey you know like for me i find that i'm not my activity level i'm not running around an office my office is my house so like that my body doesn't want to consume as much because i'm not moving as much mm -hmm. so like, you're more and you should like people should be taking time to also be more intuitive of themselves because this is this are these are skills that you can use when we come out of this quarantine hopefully <laughs> don't lose our summer you know? <laughs> You can like really take the time to get in touch with how your body works. Yeah, no, that's that's a hundred percent true. One of the things I learned a long time ago while we were both working at, at NBTY, oh. uh, when I went out to lunch on Fridays, I would go out to lunch on Fridays and go to like Lombardi's Market, which is like an Italian place, and I would get some sort of like pizza or panini 
or a pasta thing. And then I would want to sleep the rest of the day. Yeah. Sleep under your desk. Literally. It was the worst, 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 worst thing that you could possibly do for yourself in the middle of the day. And so like, literally I was like, okay, well, this is not working for me. And like actually eating something healthier, not only is serving my body, but it's serving my day and my productivity. Yeah. Your brain probably feels a lot better too, because like, yeah, I remember those days, like I would eat and I'm like, I like my brain just like, nope, the mouse in there to keep that wheel going, it fell asleep. (laughs) 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 I'm like, okay, there goes my day. And you could try coffee, but that's only going to keep you together for so long. And if you have coffee late in the day, then you might have trouble sleeping. That made it worse. Like, yeah, like there were times I'm like, okay, I got to like get out of this funk. So I would start guzzling caffeine and then you'd be good. I'd probably be good for maybe 20 minutes and then it would just crash even worse. And I was like, nope, I'm dead now. So I I know, I know. You try and keep your energy like level. And like, those are like things that you learn is like, uh, quite honestly, when I'm eating healthy, I feel great. And my energy levels are that are like, you know, pretty, you know, consistent, you know, and, and that's, that's really, really, really important to how you function as a person. Uh, I mean, there's so many things to eating and nutrition, but it's a, now that we're kind of, we're on our last episode of the season, um, we don't know what's going to happen in three months from now or what 2021 is going to look like, but Let's leave some, um, I want you to leave people with some pearls of wisdom, some uh, advice how to proceed in the, you know, uh, through this crisis. Okay. Um, Well, for starters, I'm hoping that in three months we can have an in-person class that I can like cheers with all these people that I have been virtually raising my glass to because fuck yeah, virtual class, need it. Let's cross our fingers, Lindsay. Yeah, like I would love, because that's also supporting small business, because like, let's face it, the breweries are taking a hit here, so it would be really good to get back there mm-hmm. and uh, support local. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my biggest thing is just let go of a lot of the expectations and just let yourself do the best you can. To hold yourself up to a standard that's so high that you couldn't even attain it when you were working in an office is impossible now. You have to let that shit go. Let it go because it's not going to serve you. Um, and literally just do the best you can. You have to and take care of yourself because as a mother, as any working parent, as anybody right now, to help anybody else around you, whether you have a child or you have a spouse or you have a pet or you have a neighbor that you've been helping grocery shop or something, you have to be able to take care of yourself so you can take care of them. And that brings me to my next point. Take care of your friends, your neighbors, guys. We're all in this together. The fact that people are still acting like assholes doesn't help anything. If you see somebody that needs help and you can help them, help them out. Like we're all in this, like, you and I are no different right now. We are all struggling with this craziness in the world. Help each other out. Be somebody's bright spot. You're, you're right about that. And um, people like me, like uh, when I was having a rough time and I 
posted the not most, you know, like whenever I'm negative or somewhat negative on social media, people worry about me, you know, because I usually am, am pretty positive. Um, but, you know, things when things really hit me and I was thinking about like, okay, is this disease, like it's the disease or my livelihood? Like, I don't know. And somebody came forward, you know, a friend in the community, uh, Matt Roswell, and he bought me two four packs of beer to pick up at Dubco. And at first I was thinking like, like, I don't want people to feel bad for me. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. I want to take care of myself. But allow people to be kind to you. Oh, yeah. and, and like some of us have a hard time with that. Yeah, I think so. Especially now because you're like, damn, do I have to repay the favor? This is not about repaying the favor because like karma goes around. Whether you can repay it tomorrow, next year, you're going to pay that forward to somebody somehow. Whether it's, you know, you buy somebody somebody's coffee in the drive through line behind you or something. Like little things like that do wonders for this whole damn world. And like, kudos to your to your buddy for helping you out i'm sorry my brain lapsed on his name no that's okay my matt was his name matt. kudos to him because that's what makes this world go around and you know at first i was like upset and i was embarrassed that no. somebody felt like they had to do something like that for me but then i was like i would do that for somebody and i wouldn't feel bad for them i would just want to make them smile and that's his way of trying to help me smile you know yeah you you if you can and you can help somebody who's struggling that's what we all need to do right now we need to put the bullshit aside and just be there for your for everybody else and sometimes it's the smallest fucking thing you know even if it's just a hi or like like i said when i went to the store i tried to smile with my eyes and like say like hi how you doing you know, and I thanked the grocery worker there. Like, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do that kind of stuff. Yeah, it it is one hundred percent important. There goes that whole not getting disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't ring on my computer, but it rang on my phone. Oh, <laughs> um, I'll call her back. It was my mom, but but uh, you know, like that that is really one hundred percent excellent advice. Um, for me, I'll, I'll say the same thing, you know, definitely help one another. That could even just be checking in on somebody that is single and lives and lives by themselves and is, is totally isolated right now. Um, you know, cause, um, when we get depressed, we can self isolate even further and that is only going to make things worse. So even if they say they don't want to be bothered, sometimes they really do. Um, <laughs> and just like text your friends, reach out to people that you know. Um, kindness breeds more kindness. Mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing wrong with needing help. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help as well. Um, even though I'm the worst at that. <laughs> hey, I'm just being honest. <laughs> um, um, 
like, you know, like, oh my God, like my, my, like my mom was like, if you have financial troubles, you know, you can ask your brother for money. I'm like, I'm not asking my little motherfucking brother for money. <laughs> not happening. Uh, I, I would like, I don't know what I would, I would find another way, but, <laughs> um, but you know, like, 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 unfortunately right now, these are unprecedented times and people care for you and they want to help you. So, you know, it doesn't have to be financial help. It doesn't, whatever, whatever the case may be, just being kind to other people, you'll receive kindness in the, in, you know, back and you'll help make this world a, a better place while we're going through this crazy time together. Do you want to be the person in the video that's helping the other people? Or do you want to be the person in the video causing the chaos, you know? True. So, um, and aside from that, self-care, uh, I have, I gave you my strategies, but think about what brings you joy, what makes you the happiest and try to make time for that every day or every other day, wherever you can. Um, and thirdly, fucking see us at beer fit club classes, uh, virtual, they're only five fucking dollars. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Right. Yes, I will see you. Uh, I'll see you on Sunday, that's for sure. It's yeah, Brittany. it's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Give me, give me more, give me more. That makes me, that was her like big comeback. And uh, it was funny because that's when she was like kind of like lazily walking around the stage, like on the MTV movie, but I mean, music awards. I don't know if you remember that. I do. And everybody was like calling her fat, which is fucked up because she wasn't fat. She just wasn't like super lean. Like but kid. anyways, we've gotten off topic. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And thank you, motherfucking Lindsay, for being on the show again. You are so welcome, girl. <laughs> You're the best. Don't forget, guys, during this crisis, we are serving you with virtual weekly classes every Sunday at 12 p.m., but check-in begins at 11.45 a.m. This week's class is Like a Virgin, Booty BYOB Camp. Listen to the sounds of 80s fucking Madonna, guys, I mean Madonna, and we're going to get that booty tight. And of course, don't forget your favorite beverage, and when you can, please support our local craft breweries. To get access to our upcoming events and be a part of our community, go to Facebook and type in Beer Fits. That is our Facebook community where we share our events there first and we have daily discussions to help support you all the time. We love you guys and I can't wait to see you guys in person again and hug every single one of you. Thank you for listening, guys. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, even just a little, please rate, review, and subscribe. That really helps us. You can learn more about us at www.beerfitclub.com. We're on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Beer Fit Club. We want you as part of our community. So go to www.beerfitclub.com forward slash join to become a member of beer fit club inside that first email you'll get a promo code to save 20% off your very first class with us if you're in our area 
and you'll get an invitation to join our hashtags beer fits Facebook group. Have a great day and remember to stay fit and drink local. Cheers. Cheers.